Fancy managers, hello and welcome to the FPL Addicts podcast, Game Week 33 preview pod. Uh, we have uh, had a cracking week here. Obviously, happy Easter to everyone. This is uh, being filmed and streamed live on a Good Friday. But we are sponsored by Bonus Bank and powered by Esports Live. A big thank you to uh, our sponsor, Bonus Bank. Fantastic this season. This season is drawing to a close, but they have been so supportive this year. Uh, make sure you check out all their bookies promotions uh, using their platform. You can use their uh, premium discount code, which is FPL Addicts, down below in our caption, all on our website. Uh, so make sure you have a look, check them out on there. It is free to use if you don't go premium. So uh, have a look on there and you can get some and take advantage of those bookies promotions. But wherever you're watching, whether you're listening live or watching on our YouTube channel or on Twitch, make sure you give us a like, get involved in the comments and hit us a subscribe if you can. But we are, it's a bit of a special on this. Uh, Guru, you're on your holidays over in Perth. How are we doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jack. Um, yeah, it's a bit, it is a bit of a special one tonight, isn't it? We got a, you know, we're in we're in different time zones. Obviously, we've got a we've got a good guest on tonight who's been a, a long time FPL rival of mine down the years. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. But look, yeah, it's going to be a really good week of FPL. We've got double game week coming up, um, which is always exciting. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be huge. Yeah, mate, lots to get through. And obviously, uh, what what's the time difference between Melbourne and Perth for those listening? Not too sure. It's two hours, so um, it was three, but it's now changed to two. So not not too bad. It's still just gone just after seven p.m. here, and then obviously nine p.m. where where Jack is now in Melbourne. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's not too bad. Yeah, and like you said, and as you alluded to, a, a good podcast on for tonight. We've got a, a special guest on, one of your good friends, who is a Chelsea fan. Uh, sort of goes in line with uh, obviously Mason Mount, who's, who's made the thumbnail tonight. Um, so this could be a good little battle uh, and see what's uh, yeah, see how this one goes down. So I'm excited to see. But obviously on to, uh, let's go on to the review of Game Week 32. We've got some results up on the screen now, and we're just going to look through those results. So... Was there any? I mean, it was a big week for some, uh, obviously the London clubs, um, in particular yours, mate. Um, a shocker for my Man United. But what 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 assets and teams took your um, yeah took your fancy in there? Oh, and obviously the big game between City and Liverpool, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, there's so many goals, wasn't there? This game was like so many goals. I think um, yeah, I've got to pick the the Spurs Villa game for FPL. You know, we had Son with three goals. Uh, we had Kulusevski. Um, you know, with a goal and assist, we had Harry Kane with three assists. So we had three, and then we had Hugo Lloris with a clean sheet and eight saves as well. So we've obviously ended up with three players getting you know ten points or more. Son got obviously got twenty one points. So um, yeah, I think this one is is hands down the the game of the week for FPL in terms of the the large number of points that you know that were available for for those um those four players. And yeah, it was incredible. It was, it was definitely a game of two halves. Aston Villa for those that you know didn't see the game. They definitely dominated the first half. Obviously, Son did get the early goal, but you know, rode their luck. Uh, Spurs did, and then um, yeah, second half was just absolutely dispatched Villa in the end. And you know, I've, I've been saying it sort of on Twitter in the last week, but I think now um, with the Doherty injury, because I know a lot of people have Matt Matt Doherty in their side, and you know, he was unlucky to get the injury. And I said after this game, I think Kane, Kulusevski, and Son is is essential. It's officially essential now for the last eight games. Yeah, though, that front three are absolutely terrifying. Obviously, even Harry Kane with three assists missed out in the boat in the uh, in the bonus as well, didn't he? He did, he did, and I think um, it was just because of how good Lloris was in the first half. And I think if you know if that if Lloris hadn't made all those saves and 
you know, we hadn't rode our luck so much in the first half. Came, you know, could have easily come up with the two bonus. Like, how often is it a player gets three assists and gets no bonus? It's it's, it's pretty crazy. So um, um, yeah, yeah some, some very unhappy managers out there for, with uh, even though they got the three assists with Kane, <laughs> uh, you know, getting all these extra bonus points do obviously uh, count, especially this time of the season. So we're yeah, very disappointed from that respect. But like I said, a game of two halves. Villa obviously, you know pushing the right buttons kind of in that first half, but couldn't get it over the line. Second half, um, yeah, Son, obviously I've got a, I was pretty, I was kicking myself, but we'll get onto that why I was kicking myself <laughs> in terms of that. But elsewhere, um, obviously the, the big game, first versus second, they have a title decider in a way, the Man City Liverpool, obviously City coming out with this, uh, still in pole position. Um, what, what are you thinking here? Obviously assets, obviously getting the goals on there with Yotta, you know, with De Bruyne, some big, you know, um, big assets in there and the assist from Cancelo, Salo and Alexander-Arnold. Uh, Alexander so a lot of uh, the assets hitting, but is this going to be the match? Is this one that defines everyone's season? What do you think? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Look, there's still possibly, obviously, from a title point of view, you know, possibly still a slip up in there from Man City somewhere. Um, there isn't long to go. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a cracking game. And I think from an FPL point of view, it couldn't have gone any better, really, because... Obviously, there was two goals either side and we didn't get any of our clean sheets. But, you know, most of us own Cancelo, most of us own Trent. So we've all got an assist each there. We all, most of us still, I know there was a lot of sellers, but a few of us still own Salah. Um, again, assist. Was unlucky not to score in the second half. You know, and those people, I think you might be one still, Jack, who's still got Yotta in the side, who's still, yeah. you know, scoring goals. Um, and then even De Bruyne, who people swap Salah for. So I think, you know, despite the fact this was a, you know, a goal feast, I think, um, yeah, the FPL points um, worked out really well for a lot of managers. I know in my side, I ended up with returns from uh, from three players in, in a 2-2 draw and two of them were defenders. So, um, yeah, I thought it, thought it worked out really well. Yeah, really good. And obviously, De Bruyne owners, 41 points in the last four games he's hauled. Coming into some serious form is KDB this time of the season. And uh, just a big a shout out to uh, an Arsenal fan. Mike, afternoon, evening. Yeah, that's the one. And he's going, what was a nightmare watching the Spurs game as an Arsenal fan, normally having Kane topped off for a miserable weekend. Um, yeah, it can't get any worse for an Arsenal fan in that respect, could it? Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't think it could. And I think, you know, only having Kane, and I'll tell you what was unlucky going back onto the Kane bonus points was he got a yellow card at the end of the match. And um, he took that yellow card. So that was his second yellow in two games. And in both games, since he's got that yellow, he's moved down in the bonus because of it. I think Kane was sitting on maybe the two bonus points right, or at okay. least the one at that point, yeah. you know, and look, it's still, you know, about two to four points if you've captained him and it's, it's all fine margins. So, um, yeah, sorry, Mike, probably wasn't the best weekend for you from uh, <laughs> from that point of view, but look, at least you've got Kane in your side and, you know, you can probably work towards getting Son in there as well, I think, for the rest of the season. Yeah, and listen, it could be a lot worse. You know, he's had a bad weekend, but a guy who's just started the week weekend off, very disappointing, is Sean Dyche. Uh, we might be breaking the news for a lot of uh, people here, but Sean Dyche has been sacked as Burnley manager, and it's probably thanks to that. You know, he's, a, he's on a miserable run of, run of form. Um, you know, obviously, they're sitting in 18th in the league. Timu Puki seeing them off the last weekend, uh, 2-0 uh, win for Norwich against Burnley. And that is, is that the end of Burnley, do you think, Guru? You know what? A lot of people are, you know, circulating online saying that's it. You know, Burnley are done. It's the final nail in the coffin. Um, you, you'd probably look at it and think they're preparing for life in the championship now. And um, they're probably looking at it thinking, let's bring someone in now. You can put something in place for the sort of the next seven or eight games they've got left. 
um, and then have the preseason and you know maybe try and change the change the culture a bit there at Burnley. And they don't have the biggest budget. And obviously, you'd know Jack being from um, Lancashire. There's a lot of football clubs in Lancashire, so you know it's it's tough for, for sides like Burnley when you've got Blackburn, Burn, uh, Blackburn, Blackpool, Man United, you know, even Liverpool up the road and those sorts of yeah. teams. So you know, there, there's it's hard for them to compete. But I think, yeah, it's it's just going to be interesting what profile the manager they do get in now, and um, you know, and what what they want to do. But yeah, I think I think it could be the final now in, in the coffin from now to the end of the season, but you never know. You never know. Yeah, there's only one man that can save them, a Northwest <laughs> legend in there, big Sam Allardyce. Is he coming in? Or as Mike says in the comments, Ollie's going to Solskjaer. That's not a bad shout. I, I was even thinking, I think Ollie's a good shout in terms of, I think the players would look up to him. You know, he's obviously had a big job with Man United. He was, he was a good footballer. Um, you know he's 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 done well at previous clubs as well, so that's actually quite a good shout. I, I was also thinking even someone like Nuno, who was, you know, who okay. was at Spurs and um, you know he's had a lot of experience with Valencia with Wolves, and you know he might be looking for a job, whether or not he wants to go back down into possibly the Championship. But I don't we'll mind the Oli shout. You know, go from you go from Spurs to Burnley. Oh no, or even it's a bit of a yeah. come down in reality. I know, oh, no, so same, I know. For, same for Ollie same as well. For Ollie. <laughs> Manchester United to Burnley. It's an interesting one. I think with Burnley, they must be looking at it thinking, let's let's bring someone fresh in. And you know, a lot of people were saying, you know, they couldn't imagine life without Sean Dyche, which is fair. He was there for you know up to a decade. Yeah, ten years. Yeah, nearly a decade. Yeah. But even before Dyke um Dyche, they did have um, you know, Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe, yeah, that's one. Yeah, Yeah. so probably that's ten years. How crazy is that? Yeah, ten years ago. So there is obviously, you know, that they have had good football managers in there before. Dyche was a was a great great manager from though and he's obviously a, the ginger Mourinho you know he's the legend and you know the hero but yeah I'm I'm interested to see what they do and obviously they've got a double game week coming up so it's it's definitely made it interesting for FPL yeah I'd love it if uh, obviously uh, Ollie Walker Peel was joining us now I'm sure there would have been uh, oh. you know a dash impression and a bit of a, yeah, a bit of banner <laughs> going back and forward but I'll save that I'll save that one for another day but uh, I suppose we've got to mention Chelsea on there we'll probably get into this a bit with our guest but obviously a 6-0 drum in there Southampton they do get some beatings over the last couple of seasons haven't they but um, you know some assets stepping up big time there obviously Mason Mount I think he came out with 19 points for the game week huge haul from him and he's in he's in good form as well isn't he he is and you know Mount someone I've always been cautious with in FPL I've kind of been quite standoffish because I do like him as a player I think he's, I think he's a top player but in FPL you will get these Games like this where he will hit you twenty, you know, twenty plus points, but then he'll get three or four games where yeah, he just won't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and I feel like he gets those scores kind of in aggregate over a season, and that's where it mm. does worry me with having him. But this just shows if you get him on the right day, you've, you've got a you've got a huge score that kind of gives yeah. you a month's worth of return. So um, it's, just, it's the same with um, Werner in there as well because when when he's yeah. when he gets a goal, he scores a couple of goals in the game, and he obviously he holds big. But then is this massive inconsistency? It's an interesting one with Werner. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did read a stat that it was. Um, you know, these were Werner's first goals in the league since game week seven. So um, wow. Yeah, so he's not done much for a while, and now they don't have the Champions League. Um, you know, some of these Chelsea players do get a little bit more interesting. But um, you know, we've seen a couple of ghosts appear there, like Alonso. He was, you know, he's a bit of a ghost of the past where. He was really good at one point this yeah. season, and then he kind of drifted off, and now he's back. So um, that's his first goal since score. game week one, I think it was as well. Yeah, unbelievable. And you think if he if he's now going to take that spot, you know, I think he could be a good um, 
you know, a good good player ahead of maybe someone like Reese James because he's cheaper. And mm. now there's no Champions League. You don't expect they're going to rotate now, Chelsea. So he could oh. come back onto the uh, the radar again. Is, is he? Where? where <laughs> I can't forgive me for this. Where has he been though? Where? Where's? Because Chilwell's been injured for a long time. Alonso came in, and then he's just been very quiet. Has he been out injured or not recently, or has he just not been you playing? I'm not sure. I think he's had minutes. He's played games. He's been in and outside. The problem we'll have to check, but. Yeah, it's a strange one with Tuchel. He does like, um, you know, to to rotate in that area. So, um, yeah, I'm not quite sure where he has been. I'm going to like... while we're on here now. I'm just going to have a look and see what minutes. Yeah, let's go check. So, check this out. I feel like with Chelsea players, we kind of just forgot because they all went away to the um, the club championship, and gone past him here. We, we sort Where of forgot, he? but a long yeah, big score go. this week. Big score. There we go. Yeah, yeah, he's just not been getting minutes. Obviously, he missed game week 28 to 29. He missed a double in there. Back in for 50 minutes against Brentford. Obviously, they got smashed there. Uh, and then 13 there. So, But he hasn't really played that much, has he? Yeah. Since 22, when he got a good run of games, but didn't do much. He didn't really affect. If you can get him on a run, if, if, if it looks like he's going to start games now. Yeah. I think I think they've got another injury in that position as well. So if you think he's going to get the minutes, he, he does get yeah. the returns. Um yeah, interesting. You just never know with two cool. But... No, interesting that one. But listen, we'll get into that. So that obviously wraps up a bit of the review from um, you know game week thirty-two, and we'll get onto our kind of leagues on here. Now we're going to jump into the free mini league. So I'll just share this one now. So I've just brought the tab up on here. So if you're watching home, uh, you'll see there's some changes in our kind of uh, obviously our top top ten. Definitely, a couple more players have come into it. But down in tenth place, John Brown's made his way into there. Ali Bruce Ball from the 606. He's, he's gone down to ninth. He's not had a good week with 48. Steve Ward, impressing eighth. And then a bit higher up in the league now in the top three. Uh, FPL Planner, a 54-point game week season drop down to third place. And Billy Brannigan, I think we need to try and get him on as a guest before the end of the season <laughs> because he is, he's been flying. He is Melbourne-based, I believe, wow. as well. So Netflix and Chilwell, 87 points. Huge score this week. Takes him overall to 303 in the world. And our guest... From the game week 30, um, Chama, the Code 2 Classic, 79 points. Let's have a quick look what he's wow. done here. He's very meticulous in there and in planning as well. And he's, he puts on as captain. Yeah, spot on, mate. Um, interesting he kept Ian Nacho in there as well, actually, because I remember he was talking about not doing that. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Um, with Kulu in the midfield, Rafinha as well. He's, uh, he's kept the faith. And yeah, he's come away. He's come away trunks with that one. 79 points, huge. And he's moved up to top 300 overall in the world. He's as we when he was on the podcast, we were trying to look look for him to uh, you know look at his strategy and how he's going to you know go and win this because he's got a great chance of winning it now. Wow, still, still unbelievable! There, yeah. yeah, unbelievable. And I think just looking there at his chips, he's still got a free. Well, he's used both free hits, so he's oh, done wild card, but he's got a triple both. captain left. Mm. So that triple captain that could be his play. Um, you know, in one of the later double game weeks, or maybe the last day of the season, I'm not sure what he's going to do. But he must have been listening to last week's pod because I think we went around the table and we sort of said, "Look, we'll, we'll back Planner because he'd been there for most of the season." But yeah. it was a split. It was a split. There was no preference to who we who we wanted to win it, and you know, and he come back fighting, and now he's top. But it's yeah, it's going to be tight. But Billy Brannigan, he's one point off him, and yeah, very um, yeah, very good side as well. So it's going to be yeah, big end to the season. Oh wow. Yeah. This, yeah, Paid huge minute. end. So going over to wow. the paid minute wow. now. This is, this is where some major, major moves have been made. Where I did not know this. 
You wow. Matt, Matty, get yourself in there. The Guru's moved up to sixth place. Obviously, we'll be getting into your team because you, you've absolutely smashed it this week. Uh, Budgie uh, staying in fifth. In fourth place, Jordy Wilson has dropped. He's gone from third to fourth. And Donald Breslin, uh, based there on Central Coast in Australia, dropped down to third place with a 42. A uh, really disappointing week for him. And he's been dropping off, unfortunately. But he's got plenty of chips left. He did go for Fernandez as captain. You know, the Bruno shout. Um, but Kieran King, who's uh, mates with uh, our FPL Reedy, up to second with a 63. But Steve Ward up into first place. Ward's team in our paid mini. Remember, it's a thousand dollars for whoever wins this competition. And Steve Ward has just taken pole position in there, um, and he's given himself every fighting chance of uh, of taking that spot. So some big changes in that paid mini, Guru. I can't believe it. You know what? I- so, well, I was with our guest who we'll have on soon last night and he said to me, you know, this this pay league's up for the take and there's, you know, been a lot of change. And I just, I thought he meant maybe kind of in the, you know, the mid-table area and stuff. Mm. But, wow, I didn't realise Donal had uh, had moved from, from cause he, he's had first place for, you know, months now. And, um, you know, and he's been cruising. But yeah. Kieran King's always been there or thereabouts. Obviously, Jordan Wilson, Jordy Wilson's been up there as well. Um, but Steve Ward, who obviously had a great season, but he's kind of just, boosted himself up from no from nowhere there and um you know I, I know he's a Spurs fan Steve Ward so I'd, I'm gonna assume he's got Son in there Kane in there he doesn't have Son either doesn't he went wow. for the Kane captain but he got wow. Schmeichel with the nine points wow. uh, he's okay. got Shah in there as well with a five so he's kind of bolstered his back line and you know we have Gordon on the bench with 10 as well unbelievable and imagine if he did have Son instead of say Salah there mm. and um, or Saka he'd have been um yeah an absolute dreamland as well but yeah phenomenal stuff from Steve and it's really, really heating up now, and um, yeah, and yeah that the, top um, sort of four, yeah. five, six is uh, is close. That's it. I mean, going down to Jordy Wilson, he could he could very easily go to first place if he holds yeah, big wow. in this week. So there's it's getting tight at the top. So first place in our pay mini for those listening on podcast, two thousand one hundred ninety one points. And that is the current leader of the paid mini. And uh, just a quick hello. Uh, PSB, thanks for joining us in there, mate. And thanks for jumping in the comments. I know you've just uh, dug straight into uh, Timo Werner when we're on there, but you're looking for double game week 34. Um, could be any worse. Yeah, there are a few worse forwards out there, unfortunately. But uh, And Yola Football Banter Bar, thanks for joining us wherever you are, mate. Make sure you give us a, a like and a subscribe in the comments. Hope to hear a bit more from you. And Ozspike joining. I don't know if he's back in, uh, back in Australia yet, but He's going Son to Kane in game week 30. has killed him, and I'm sure that has killed a few other people. But if, uh, yeah, looking good in the in the paid mini, and we're going to be joined by one of our guests, uh, Dex, in there. Dex 11 is in 12th position, so we are looking forward to having him on and getting a bit stuck into um, how his season's gone so far, which it does look pretty good, to be fair. Uh, going to our sponsored competition, into our sponsored mini league, the bonus bank mini. Uh, Donald is top of that one. He has kept his place um, in there. What's he on now? He's 124 and he is sitting pretty at the top in there. And where else? We've got Desmond Tutu, obviously last year's champion of the three minutes in second place and looking good. And Mark Sargent in third. But the, yeah, listen, the head to head's pretty good. Uh, how's your matchup gone this week in there, Guru? You must have I think, I think I won. Yeah, I think I've won this week. There yeah, against Brian, Brian Ball. Burke. There you go. Yeah, you smashed him there. I got beat by uh, the Wolfpack by four points, and Christopher oh, Reed beat the average, which was a, a pretty big, pretty big <laughs> one. <laughs> I love in that one. And scraped the, uh, it. Let's just say he scraped yeah, he it past the average. He? he scraped it. And if I just jump into our women's league, and we'll see how this is getting on. Wow. 
Karen Spence, 100 points. What a score. Wow. Who did wow. she have in this team? It's got to be wow, Son, Karen. surely. Surely Son Captain. Yeah, yeah Son, Son Cap. Yeah, that's Tony, it. Tony, Tony's top, another one who's been pick. phenomenal. Tony's yeah. been phenomenal. And the Schmeichel uh, picking goal as well. I like that one too. Looking good. He's, he's probably good at looking good into these next two fixtures as well for Leicester. But um, Kulu in there as well. Uh, Rudiger getting getting amongst it and Havertz as well. Double Chelsea, nice, unbelievable. The Tony pick, he, he's been brilliant the last, I think four or five game weeks now. He's had three double digit scores and you know he's really gone under the radar. He's got Watford this week as well. So um, you know anyone that owns Tony is probably in a in a really good place right now with you know Ericsson in there, Buemo in there. They're they're looking good again, Brentford. So um, yeah, really uh, really good pick that one. So yeah, yeah nice good work, and Karen. Just come. Yeah, yeah, well done, Karen. And uh, Yellow Football is Chama. There you go. He's joined. He's uh, uh, smashing as we know. Oh, nice one. It's gone under a different <laughs> name this week. So yeah, good to have you in there, in there, Chama. Uh, in second place in the women's minute, Madja. She got fifty-eight this week with two thousand sixty-seven. So well done. And Lynn uh, Fullager is climbed up to third place with two thousand and sixty-six points after hauling seventy-nine this week. So well done to you. We're looking really good and really strong in there. Um, so what I'll do, I'll just jump into what we're on now. We're on our podcast mini. Let's see how the rivalry is going between us guys. Um, I know that this week, Statman Dave might have done uh, all right, has he? Let's just have a look. And uh, Sidenet, thanks for joining us in the comments. He's, he's just complimented you on your vintage Spurs top, mate. Awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic from the 0506 season. It's actually got Defoe number 18 on the back. He's obviously, he's obviously just retired actually uh, recently. What what a player he was. Um, but yeah, this was a this was a cracking kit. The old Kappa, the old tight skin stuff. Yeah, I was going to say how, t- how tight is that these days, mate. <laughs> yeah, you know what? They're uh, they were ahead of their time, Kappa. Uh, they were ahead of their time. Probably yeah, a bit too early for some people. <laughs> me a lot tighter than it was when I was when I was this age. But yeah, great kit. That's it. So we're going to a podcast meeting now. Look at these standings. Starting at the bottom in the out of the six, Statman Dave, forty-five points. He's still still picking his teams. Um, he's still picking the team, making transfers. I see. Um, Elliot Craig in fifth place, sixty-five. Good week from Elliot, sixty-five. He made one transfer in there. Who stood out for him? The Bravka in goal. Did well. Oh. Yeah, he did have the Otter in there. Madison, but okay. he did put the captaincy on Harry Kane with twenty points. So nicely done. Yeah, he's done well. I think it's it's been a strange season for for Elliot. Obviously, he's usually very high with his FPL. I think this year he's been a bit up and down. And um, you know, this week he's probably a bit disappointed not to have Son in there because I know he likes to have the Son and Kane combo. But um, you know, he's come away with with a good captain pick anyway. I think he'll be happy enough with that. It looks like he's he's got a green arrow as well, which I think he'll take. So um, yeah, it's not a bad score for uh, for Elliot. Yeah, nice work, El, and uh, not doing. Still above him. What am I above him now? Uh, between me and El, what are we on? Oh, ten points between me and Elliot. Points. It is a bit of a rival with him this year because Ollie's obviously stepped up and, and gone gone past. But so I'm trying to beat Elliot uh, this week. From me, fifty five points. I did roll over, but I did forget to change my captaincy. I was last week. I had it on Saka before the podcast. I was going to take everyone's advice, get it on Son. I've trusted Son a lot in the last two years, mm. and I don't know. I like it. Just skipped my mind again. I'm getting terrible at these Friday night podcasts that we keep doing. <laughs> I get too distracted afterwards. But yeah, didn't miss the Son one. He was in my team. Obviously, he had 21 points, but I should have had him on the captaincy. Saka, obviously, as Ospike said in the comments last week, 
it could be a, a Brighton win, and they and they did step up and they got that two-one win, didn't they? They did, and they played very well, uh, Brighton. They played very well in that game, and um, yeah, Old Spike called it. And I think it was seven games without a win for for Brighton. So um, you know, a lot of people believe were it. expecting yeah. Arsenal to, to grab something, but um, yeah, it wasn't Saka's day. He's obviously got a book in as well. Um, yeah, and obviously didn't didn't work out if he was captain. I was surprised not to see it on Son in the end because yeah. you know you've had Son even through same as when I'm, I've sort of had him through the times where his form probably wasn't quite as good, and a lot of people yeah. were staying away. You know, and you've stuck with him till now, and then you still reap the rewards at 21 points. But obviously, it could have just been that little bit better for you. But yeah, yeah. still, still in, you know, you beat the average this week, I think. Which was, That's it. Beat, beat the average, but yeah, not good enough in there. Should have picked him, so I was disappointed. Uh, and that followed, obviously, a disappointing United result, which you know we've we've stayed away from mentioning, of we course. Have. But <laughs> I've, uh, once I saw, once we got that result, I kind of switched off from football all week until probably last night. <laughs> it was very <laughs> very difficult to take and a very miserable week in football uh, in that respect. Um, so yeah, followed with a disappointing captaincy pick. Not a great week, should have done better in terms of that. But yeah, 55, quite happy. I mean, Cancelo with the five points, you know, and uh, you know, Havertz with the six. You know, not the worst, but the, the Veghorst pick wasn't wasn't great either. And, you know, even worse for Dash for picking him too, because he's lost his job. So maybe I'm on the firing line as well. But elsewhere, which did cheer me up, Chris Reed getting 52 points only. So it did cheer me up that he got less than me. So happy days. Uh, Reedy having a bit of a stinker this week. Didn't have Son in his team. He got the Kane pick right. Obviously, could have done with those bonus points. Um, and who did he bring in this week? Was it Barnes? I'm not yeah, sure. Barnes, he? Yeah, it must have I been. Think... Unless he brings Doherty. Do- Matt Doherty? No, he already had Doherty. Had Barnes. Did he, he kept back yeah. as uh, Oh, no, he rolled over. Think... No, he rolled over, maybe. Has he, did, did he, he keep over, Coutinho? Yeah. yeah, he rolled over. Kulisevsky? No. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it would have been uh, it would have been good to have Reedy on it because I think he's made an error with his transfers this week already. Um, oh, no, he did he done. He did text me um, last night. I was just chatting to him last night, um, so it would have been good to have him on. But he's he's taken he's taking Coutinho out and he's mistakenly taking Kulu out as well. Oh, it's an interesting for like, can... Mount. Yeah, he didn't mean to bring him out. Apparently, uh... he wanted Coutinho out for Mount. And then uh, he's kind of messed up and taking Kulusevski out. Kulusevski's so. going to get a, a double-digit haul then. So if you own Kulusevski, don't sell him. <laughs> <laughs> so I think now he is looking at his free hit. So uh, make sure you follow him on Twitter on there to find out what he does. But 53 points from the big man. Uh, not his best week, uh, and but he's still beat the average, as we mentioned. But this is the big one. I was saving this one. So manager of the week in our paid mini this week is our very own Ollie Walker Peel, 95 points. Wow. What has he been up to? He did play his bench boost and he's picked some gems in there with the, with the captaincy and he had the triple up with Spurs. Yeah, it's unreal. Like I say with Ollie, like, you know, we've not seen him, you know, for a while on the pod and his team's kind of been under the under the radar of late, but he's ended up with a huge week here. And I think, you know, he's been on this Son Kulazewski Kane triple up now for a few weeks and he's risen up the... You know, the podcast mini, he's risen up the paid mini, the free mini, just from this triple up. And, um, you know, he's done well this week. I think the Schmeichel penalty saves just about got him over the line for, for manager of the week ahead of a couple of other managers. Um, the late Odegaard goal as well. But he's he's done well. He's obviously used his bench boost, which has probably just about helped him. Not sure if it's the best bench boost, but... 10 points won- in there. Pretty yeah, it's won, him, yeah. it's won him some money, but it's a huge score. Well done to Ollie. You know, he's, you know, he's now second in this podcast mini, so I've got to watch... 
watch my back a little bit now. You know, it was Reedy before. Um, you know, who I've still got to, I've still got to be wary of because he's obviously a good manager. But you know, right now, Ollie's just um, yeah, he's come from nowhere now to to you know, he's flown into that second place. So yeah, it's uh, I've got to start it. paying a bit more attention to him. I think. That's it. Obviously, points drop for Reedy season drop down to third. Ollie Walker Peel going to second. Two thousand forty-four is uh, obviously gone above gone above that two k two k points now and sitting one hundred fifty-eight thousand overall in the world. So he's he's surely on for one of his best seasons yet. But in first place, the Guru. You know, you're in the top fifty k. 84 points this week. A very, very good score. Obviously, you rolled over your transfers in there as well. And uh, yeah, looking, you know, he's sitting really nice in there, mate. Talk us through your, your team. Yeah, you know, I'll start with the start of the game week. And, um, you know, I did make a bad decision at the start of the game week, which I thought was going to come back to punish me. And I did what I did. And I was chatting to PSB, who's in the comments, actually, he's in our YouTube comments at the moment about, you know, Saar and Kilman against Dubravka and Wood. And I was also speaking to FPL Commander and, you know, they did advise me and they said, you know, you want to probably get at least Wood in there. Um, maybe keep Saar because, you know, it could go either way, you know, hedge your bets and put Wood in there and maybe drop Kilman. And then what I did, I thought, I did like that. And I, I looked at Newcastle's penalty takers and Wood wasn't on the on the list. They, they were talking about Joel Linton taking pens. So I thought, you know, if he's not going to take pens, his form's not been the greatest. I'll, um, you know, I was predicting a nil-nil in this and I thought Saar, Kilman, clean sheet. I got to the 70th minute. Kilman was on nine points. He had all the bonus. And then Saar gave away the penalty. Chris Wood won the penalty. Chris Wood scored the penalty. And I just thought, this is going to be an awful game week for me. Because overall, if I'd, if I'd not played Saar, I'd played the Bradford, I'd played Wood over Kilman. That's 11 points extra I would have had in his side, which probably it would have just about got me, it would have got me manager of the week, joint with Ollie. So a bit gutted about that. But it recovered. Um, you know, Kulazewski, unbelievable. Um, Havertz grabbed me a goal, Salah got me an assist, Trent got me an assist, Cancelo got me an assist, and Doherty was unlucky with the injury, and then, you know, I was saved this week by, you know, the tried and trusted, always get your captain right, you get your captain right, it's, you know, it's half the battle, and, and Son's, you know, absolutely smashed it for me this week, and I've, I've got a green arrow, so I've, you know, I've been able to get back into that top 50k, which, you know, it was the aim, I think it was only about six or seven game weeks ago, I was sort of sitting around 350k after that really bad Christmas period, and then um, you know I've managed to you know push myself up in um, you know in this in this last last bit. So um, yeah, pretty uh, pretty happy with that. Yeah, here we go. I think it was yeah, just jumped onto your game week history. I think you're know, going back. 18. Yeah, yeah, eighteen. You've yeah, you've pushed on massively in there. Yeah. Obviously, you've had a, you've had a mix of green and red arrows, but when you've gone green, you've gone big and you've made some big moves in there. Yeah, that see that. Because there was a time at the start of the season, I think I was around the 20,000 mark. And then as we get there to game week 13, it was just red, 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 green, red, green, red. And then, you know, the reds just, just didn't want to didn't want to go. And then lately, yeah, I've had uh, four greens in the last six weeks. So, um, yeah, really happy with that. Really happy. And this week was big. And I've got two transfers as well coming into this game week. So I'm, uh, yeah, looking forward to hopefully potentially another green arrow. But again... This show, it's all about getting the captain right. So if you can get the captain right, it's um, you know it can allow for a couple of other players to uh, you know to not do so well. Yeah, no spot on, mate. And you know you're looking really good in there. Just looking at that, you know from from the hundred k from game week twenty seven, you know you've gone up and down. You've yeah, but you made that move from hundred to seventy now into that top fifty. 
How, how are you feeling now going into the end of the season? Though? Do you feel, where, where, have you got a new target? Because what you're doing, your 10K, 10K you try to go for, the Magic 10K? Yeah. You know what? It was 100. Well, at the start of the season, it was, it was yeah. sort of 10, 10 or 5K. Um, and then that sort of first quarter of the season, it stayed 10 or 5K. Then when I went on that slump, I thought, look, top 100K, it's been a COVID season, be done with it. Now I'm moving probably into the top 50K. I'd, I'd be happy with top 50 or top 20K and hopefully beating um, Statman Dave in the, in the Fantasy League 606 Select, who I, I am now above. So I don't want to speak too early because I think he does have an extra chip or two over me. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's the aim now, I think. Uh, top 50K or top 20K is sort of where I'm looking at. Yeah, and listen, as good as that is, it's still a trophyless season, just like Mike has alluded to in the comments. <laughs> Your season is mirroring Spurs Guru with no trophy. But listen, if you get top 10K, mate, that's a trophy from us. Top 10K, top four, and then hopefully I win Champions League fantasy as well, because uh, you know that's still, yeah. that's still a trophy in my cabinet. I'll take that. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> he loves throwing out a dig in there. Um, but yeah, listen, obviously a great week from you, mate. And it's you know we're watching really close and roll behind you to push on as as you know as high as possible in that overall ranking. And if you do get some paid mini treats in there as well, even better. Obviously, in our paid mini, we've got around five thousand dollars worth of cash prizes throughout the whole season on offer. So it's been it's been a great season in that respect, giving away twenty dollars a week for manager of the week. $200 for manager of the month and also then those big four cash prizes of $1,000 uh, down to three fifty. So yeah, really exciting. But just after this break, we're going to bring in our guest uh, and then we can go through a bit more FPL. And we are joined now by the deck. Second Kerrigan of the Bonus Live from Perth is uh, sitting 12th in our paid mini league. He's on a good bit of run of form, sitting on 2,089 points. Um, and you know, he does know the guru as well, so I'm, I'm expanding. He is a Chelsea fan, so I'm expecting a bit of banter, a few shots to be fired. Uh, but thanks for joining us, Deck. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, thanks for having us on the show there, Jack. It's great to be here. No, listen, thank you for joining. Uh, Guru, so you, you boys know each other well? We do. I've known Deck for a long time. We've been big uh, big rivals in FIFA, in, uh, you know, in FPL as well. We've been in, I think, FPL mini leagues for, you know, at least a decade now. So, um, you know, we're, we're in uh, a couple of other mini leagues together. We're in, a, we're in a draft league together and, you know, we're always sort of in that sort of top two or three fighting it out for the title at the end of the season and, um yeah, I'm just looking over my shoulder at the moment with with Deck in uh, in a couple of mini leagues because he's he's ending the season strong, which I'm sure he's going to talk to talk to us about. You had a sore neck over the national break, mate. Looking <laughs> up at me. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. He he went above me a couple of weeks ago, and I was not happy. But um, yeah, look, fingers crossed, I can get him this year. And um, but yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a rivalry there. There's definitely a rivalry there, and obviously the Tottenham Chelsea thing is there as well. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's a long-standing rivalry that, that will continue. Yeah, I love it. And only 26 points sitting between you, so you can see why it's been a bit up and down between you both, one above the other sort of thing. So, yeah, listen, good good bit of runner form from Dexter. Listen, who's better at FIFA? Well, listen, <laughs> it's, it, it's one of those conversations which is a bit sore for uh, the guru at the moment. <laughs> Probably not a conversation he wants to talk about right now. So, uh, we'll stick to FBL, and then if anyone but, wants to uh, ask me any questions about the scoreline afterwards, they can leave it in the comments. 
History yeah. tells you there's there's a there's a standout player, but current form probably is Kerrigan. We'll have to say his deck. So uh, you're, you're yeah, only as good as your last game, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, brilliant. Well, let's get into it. Obviously, we want to get to know uh, deck like get to know you a bit more, mate. I mean, obviously, we've had some great uh, managers on as our guests this season and from all you know all walks of life from our pay me from our free mini uh but you obviously like the gurus already uh let us know you're you're a bit of a veteran of fpl you've been playing for i think it's your ninth season so congrats on doing that and you're going into your tenth year you might make it past what sean dash has done did at burnley but what, what kind of what kind of managerial style do you have then how do you play fpl you know what's been your mate i'm uh I'm I'm pretty boring if I'm honest. I'm I try to my approach is I try to stick to the template as best I can to start with, because the last thing you want to do is let the top hundred to three hundred k get get away from your early doors. And I was worried that that might start to happen early on this season. I didn't have Ben Rama, I didn't have Antonio, and I was starting to get a bit worried because there was a few people that really started to stretch the lead on me, particularly in the paid mini, and I was a bit stressed by that. But um, but I stuck to I stuck to what I know, and I, I I was pretty consistent. I didn't take a hit for a very long time. I think it was game week six or seven that I finally took a hit, and then uh, and then as the season went on, um, I continued just to keep a few. I guess my overall approach is just to try and keep at least seven to eight mainstayers throughout the season, particularly from mid-season. So think players like Trent, players like Cancelo, players like Salah this year, who are just you, you absolutely cannot do without. Um, keep them and then use the remaining players that you have, remaining spots in your team, just to try and make sure that you can um, use those as differential picks. And when you use them as differential picks, you need to really be careful about who you choose. Um, and I'll go on to talk about who I'm going to pick for this week. Um, but I think that those, 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 you know, four or five spots in your team are, are absolutely critical. So um, that's, I guess, that in short, my approach is stay in it as long as you can and then when you're ready to go for it mid midway through the season then you go for it and you make sure you be very clever about who you choose going forward yeah nice and listen you sound obviously it, this is nine years of experience talking is, is this how did you play when you first started though well you, you know that i think if you if you have a look at my ranks from i only had a look at that this the other day i'm looking and you know, i'm looking at it at the moment the first few seasons were a hot mess, hot mess. And it took me, it, it probably took me until about maybe my fourth, fifth season. I was like, right, okay, this is how we play FPL. And then during the 2018-19 season, I remember that to be, that was my best season to date as well. But I'm, I, I think this season might be one that I'm going to do a bit better on. And it was a 61K finish. And I just remember towards the end of the season, it was all about, um, exactly the strategy I mentioned before, but I was very specific about. I knew that Liverpool were going to push City all the way that season, and they did. Um, but but I knew that it, it was a couple of transfers that I made towards the end there, which really made the difference. And it was actually the last week of the season, which I tipped someone in the mini league um, to get into 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 pole position for one that was just within our friends. But um, but yeah, look. It takes it takes a really long time to get good at this game, and it, you know, I mean, even in the last few years, people start talking about like, um, you know, uh, they they speak about um, the what what do you, what do you call XG and stuff like, like, that. And stuff like yeah. these these kinds of things have started to come into into play for me, um, and you know, some people say, oh no, XG is nothing. XG is something that 
that some players will use as an opportunity to say, well, that player should be doing better. And you're probably right. You know, when we look at Mbwemo, he's a perfect example of someone <laughs> who's got a better edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, mm. and th- there's players like him. Um, but the those those kinds of statistics are really important um, going forward in, into the end of the season. And they hold truer towards the end of the season, I find, because you find that if they've held that for consistent periods of the, of the season and they get towards the end, then you're likely to see them return eventually. Oh, nice one, mate. And, um, yeah, I think um, one of those seasons you mentioned, you might, might have been the last time you beat me a few years ago. You picked me at the end of a season, I think, with... Um, about three seasons ago so hopefully that doesn't happen this year but my uh my next question for you mate is um this one could be your best season yet i think on uh for record the way you're tracking um so how has your season gone so far give us a bit of a review and would you say your season this season has gone how you planned like is this how you expected it to go or did you think it would go better or have you exceeded expectations so yeah just give us a bit of a review of your team and how you think it's performed yeah, lads, listen, at the start, um, I was watching every single source I possibly could. Um, I was listening to FBL Addicts podcast. I was listening to Let's Talk Football, um, sorry, Let's Talk FPL with Andy. I was listening to the FPL pod, just trying to get every source of information I could to try and get ahead. The, I started out all right. I think I got 95 points in the first week, which I was happy with. Um, but then I looked at everybody else's team and I was just like, what the hell is going on here? Like people had like Ben Rama and Antonio, which were massive differentials at that point. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to try and jump on board. And throughout the next 10 game weeks, it was literally just about trying to keep up, keep the template, stick to that as best you can, and just make sure that you don't, you keep yourself within it, you know, and um, don't lose too much ground early on. So what I did is, is I just, I just try to work my way as best I can and through that phase, I did that. Um, when I got towards, I, I started to move towards game week 20. And then that period between game week 20 and game week 30 was, was I think I only had three reds during that time. And that was because I was pretty consistent and I was particular about who I selected and who I brought in. I was prepared to take a hit or two, um, but only if I, if I saw that it, it was worth it. And I think that there was... Game week 30, if we're going to talk that about that in particular, game week 30, I had Kane and Son during that. That was during my free hit. And I waited so long to keep them, to keep my free hit and more as, as many chips as I can because I knew that there'd be a time where people would continue to use chips left, right and centre and it would leave me with this opportunity to try and break down the, um, you know, break down the top however many percent in each mini league. And I knew that if I used it at the right time, and, and this week was the right time for me, um, that I could start to gain some ground. And this was a, I think I jumped about 15k places during this mm. week. And, um, and all right, Jimenez got a negative two, which, which still sets me on fire to this day, but never mind. <laughs> um, but, uh, but you know, that, that, that kind of, that kind of move, um, delaying my chips as best I can and wait and wait and wait until you see a good opportunity. Um, is, is is probably the uh, is probably the approach I'm taking. But you know, like there there's been any you know there could have been any any approach I could have taken with, with that game week 31 had I planned better. Um, but I chose not to. I chose just to wait for it. Yeah, cracking stuff, mate. And obviously last week, all in 68 points. Obviously, it took a minus four, so 64 finish on there. Uh, talk us through your team from last week, mate. 
Yeah, last week was an interesting one. I was, if I start with Saka, I was expecting a bit more from him. Um, he he disappointed a lot of a lot of owners, and, I, and I'm sure a lot of people felt the same about that. Um, Reece James, another one, very disappointing. Um, Coutinho, am am I disappointed about Coutinho? I saw them at home to Spurs with the the form that Spurs are in, and I thought. I'm, I'm more worried about how Spurs' assets, in particular Son, goes, and obviously we all know how that ended. Um, but I think that they, those two, um, Son and um, so Son was the differential. So Son was the difference between the red and the green arrow for me last week. Mm. And if you had him, you captained him obviously because you probably didn't have Kane. Um, but then the on the on the other hand, if you had Kane like me and I captained him. And Kulisevsky, it still wasn't enough to cover Son. Um, so you take two spots up and, and it was about 18 <laughs> yeah. mil or whatever it was or more, and you still couldn't cover the points that Son returned. And I, I'm, I'm just, I'm going more and more bored thinking about how I'm going to get Son in this week and I just can't do it and there's no way. <laughs> I'm, I'm either Son or Kane. But you just, the, the thing is, is, I think that now that Son has had three double digits in a row. I just don't I just don't think it's um the right time to bring in Son when he's probably will he do as well as, as the last three weeks? Probably not, given um you know, given odds and stuff like that. So um but yeah that that that's my week. Kulisevsky, Kane, they they were my big hitters. Dubravka I was very happy with in goal. I almost played Sar uh, sorry um Shah but I thought no I'll I'll leave him hedge my bets. Um didn't work out the way that I planned to, but then again, I look at that back four and I was like, at the start of that game week, if you had a chance of removing one of those players again, would you do any of it? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, no, nice, nice one, mate. Yeah, I was nice going to bring up, uh, sorry, Guru, I was just going to bring up, uh, I've got actually a couple of questions for you, Dex, if you don't mind asking. Yeah, we've had a few come uh, through. Yeah. yeah, Mike is an Arsenal fan, so don't hold it against him, but obviously <laughs> he, spoke, he spoke a lot about the um, you know getting a lot of content at the start of the season and he's, he's mentioned he's mentioned on this do you find there are a lot more engaged included managers as much more great content available there than ever has been it makes it harder to climb the ranks so obviously he's asking you know can is it is it is it, it's a lot harder now if you listen to all this content a lot more people are across it um, and it's yeah it's, it's tough out there right there's an absolute um, fountain of information that you can get about anyone and d- d- depending on obviously who you listen to if you listen to very good and um, good sources i find the fantasy football scout to be an absolute ripper um ripper source you just think that um with that many out there there are always going to be better players and even if you have a look at their um, average point scores and i don't have the data on me at the moment but you can see that over time, people are scoring more and more points. And whether or not that's a reflection on how good players are or whether or not how good the actual players in the Premier League are now um, mm. is, is out for debate. But what I would say is is that, at, like anything, the higher engaged you are in something, the better it is you're going to do. Um, and, 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 and I'd suggest that the only way forward is is, is to be as engaged as possible. And, um, and there's no, no real way around that. Yeah, nice. nice one, mate. Well, uh, should we pull up the other question, Jack, or should I go? I, uh, yeah, I was pulling Yeah, PSB is just uh, getting ahead here, but he goes, assuming you're getting bench boost in game week 36, when do you intend to use your second free hit? And he hopes you're doing well. Yeah, that, that's a great question. So I'm not ruling out a free hit in 36. 
Um, the, the there was an Instagram post that seen that did a brilliant Venn diagram of two different um, of, of game week thirty six and thirty seven mm-hmm. of which collected the um, the teams which um, double in both um, and then double in either. So I I'm using that very closely and I'm adding in obviously the likes of City who might double um, and so and maybe Chelsea or whatever. Um, I think at this stage it's going to be a bench boost thirty six and a free hit thirty seven depending on who gets added into 37 because if city get added into 37 i'm going to triple up on city and then probably triple up on chelsea which leaves maybe villa assets like coutinho who i think and i don't quote me on this may have norwich that week i'm not sure um it makes a lot of sense to then do that because i can't bench boost during that period anyway so i think it gives me the next three to four weeks to plan for that 36 week and or week 36 and then i can bench boost game week 36 maybe i'll take a few hits here or there but does it really matter probably not given um given that i'll probably make it back with the bench boost at least um and then and then free hit 37. man with a plan kerrigan you got a good good plan there mate i like the sound of that and um you know you make some good points i think with the um you know this man city double game week that's coming up um, I do know that I'm not sure if the, so the Chelsea game week 37 double game week, which includes Man United at the moment, might possibly move to next week if uh, Chelsea beat Palace in the FA Cup is what's been doing the rounds on Twitter. But, right. um, you know, we'll have to double check that. But just another question for you, mate. Um, can you just onwards with your strategy now with our listeners? What's your sort of strategy then for the? Oh, you've you've kind of spoken through your free hit and stuff anyway. But what's your strategy for the you know the remaining games and what are your plans to yeah. catch up in the paid mini league? You know how are you going to gain some ground and you know get yourself into the you know the top sort of six or top four places? Well, this week's a tough one. So thirty three is on. I toyed with the free hit this week, and the reason why I didn't free hit and haven't yet. Um, is because I just look at the double game weekers and I just don't see there to be too much value in it. I mean, Ronaldo and Bruno are obviously the ones that have a double, but they're playing against, um, they're obviously playing against uh, Norwich and Liverpool, which are two, one easy fixture and then one very difficult fixture. And if we're honest about it, um, if we're honest about the Liverpool one, I just don't think that Liverpool are going to to hold back against United. I think that Absolutely they're going not. to stop them, and I think that um, that that Salah is 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 very likely to have another field day. So, the, the that and and that that's that plays into my thinking with the free hit this week. Is if I'm going to free hit this week, if I've invested 13 million into a player that I already have. Um, there, there's no reason for me to take him out, and I'm not. If I was to take him out, I'd be looking at a De Bruyne or a Ronaldo. And am I realistically in a kind of captain Ronaldo who plays Norwich? All right, that that's that that's enticing. But then against Liverpool, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to do that. So, um, I I think that Salah can outscore Ronaldo in both fixtures, um, and that is probably the biggest reason why I'm going to just keep my team that I have. Maybe probably take a hit this week. Um, I need to take out. Um, I need to take out Rafinha, who I'm not interested in going forward, um, and probably put in Madison because he's got three doubles. Um, plus, I to, to fund that I need to remove um, the Wolves keeper Saar to put in Schmeichel, and I'm okay with that because I know that he also has three doubles, being a Leicester player. So, um, my plan is is I guess that 
to be specific about the paid mini overall, I really want to stay in with the pack, and I've done that. And I've, if, if you have a look at my ranking within this mini, I've gone from about 24, 25, 23, 22, and slowly gone up through the leagues. And I think I'm sitting around 12 or whatever it is now. And yeah, um, the, I'm just, I'm, I'm quietly going about my business, and I know that, um, that there are. Um, a lot of players are very capable in this league. Um, I see an opportunity to try and break down the top 10 because my team is slightly different to theirs. I've kept faith with a lot of players that some people haven't. Um, and that's my opportunity just to try and break into the top 10 and keep them. And, and, and also, as I mentioned before, keep that spine of the team, seven to eight players that people are ready to move off because they feel like, if I stick with these, I'm not going to break into a, a top 100k if they're looking for that, or top 50k, or whatever it is. Um, and if they and they move off of them, and then they take the risk, and that opens the door for me. And I think my approach has served me pretty well so far, so I'm going to continue with that. No oh, cracking, mate. And listen, we've seen 20, 30 point gains in particularly last week, last game week. You're sitting, you know, nearly what 80 points, 90 points off off the fourth position, which is a prize money position. Obviously, it'd be great to see someone challenge that one who's coming out from the 12th position. Yeah. Like I said, with, with those with those gains we've seen in the last week, anything could happen over the next mm. you know, five, five, six, eight weeks. That's it. Yeah, Deck, I've uh, got another question for you, mate. Obviously, you've spoke through a couple of players already uh, and teams, but who are these? Uh, can you share a few teams and a few other FPL sort of assets that you are going to target you know for the remainder of the season um who's sort of on your radar and your watch list i'm a big fan of three different players um the first one is that it's only going to be relevant to one double game week for me but i'm very keen on um a leicester asset probably um i'm already going to bring madison in but probably dewsbury hall if i if i bring him in and and, and i need that extra spot the reason why he is so enticing for that double game week is that he frees up funds, maybe two to three million in the midfield to add into my forward line, who I currently have, Breuer, who is right now very poor. Um, and he he's someone that needs uh, withdrawing. So I'm probably going to withdraw him and use those funds to upgrade a forward. Don't know who, um, because Kane is only the standout right now. Um, but let's but let let's see how Chelsea go. Let's um, mm. here's the Chelsea fan coming out of me. Let's see how Werner goes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's um, true. It's true. He look he's looked threatening in the the game last week against Saints, and he looked threatening in the Champions League as well. So maybe this could be his, his you know his hot period now. We'll see. We'll see. But um, but yeah, I guess that um, if I if I was to go for a Chelsea midfielder to answer the question that's on the screen there, um, I. It's a very tough one between Mount and Havertz. The price isn't that different. It's, if price isn't isn't your thing, I would go Mount because Mount has looked unbelievable recently. He was brilliant against Southampton, brilliant against Madrid. He's in good form. He finished last season very strongly as well. And going into this season, um, there is no there's no likely to be rotation now that we're only got the FA Cup. Okay, call it only the FA Cup. There's this weekend, and then we don't have to think about it till the FA Cup final. So, um. Mount would be the one for me to choose, despite Havertz playing up front. I just don't trust um, Havertz's playing time, plus um, his conversion isn't where I would like it to be. Yeah, I think that's a fair point, mate. And the um, 
obviously Mount as well taking set pieces. I think is a huge boost for him. You mentioned Leicester and you mentioned Madison. You're not worried now that they're in this Europa Conference semi-final. Um, you know they've got two legs in that. They're playing against Mourinho's Roma. Um, does that not worry you a little bit with Leicester? We've seen Rogers made seven changes last week. So um, you know, does that worry you a little bit, or it's, it's not something that you know, 100%, comes to your mind? Hundred percent worries you. It's, it's it scares me a lot. I think the, the thing you got to look side, but the upside is that is that Madison's the most transferred in player this week as well. And um, true. Going back to my strategy of trying to keep within it, trying to keep along with things and make sure that we've got the um, the core of the team, I think that he is an absolute essential. I don't think that I can go without him for 36 all of this week. Um, I do think that there's going to be, I'm almost certain that he'll be benched one of these games this week. Um, and that's that. I'm okay with that because he is also likely to play Barnes on the, Barnes on the other hand. He is also likely to be benched. And he's obviously the other obvious option from Leicester. If he's going to be benched, do I expect him to return as much as Madison does, given they play the same number of minutes? No way. And given that there's only mm. 0.4 difference between them, it's got to be Madison. And yeah, there's, um, to me, it's, it's, a, it's an obvious pick. I love that, mate. Yeah, love it. Lots of insight and obviously lots of thoughts in there as well. Uh, but now is the question. Uh, you get a one question for the guru. Uh, I'm sure that this is it's got to be a stitch up in here somewhere with this question. Dex, <laughs> what question would you like to ask? He'll ask me my transfers for the rest of the season or something, surely. <laughs> well, that, that's a really tough one. Guru, tell us um, straight up your top three captaincy picks for this week. Oh, my top three. You know what? I'm going to say... Son, just with his form. I know we've obviously spoke tonight. Can he get a fourth double-digit return? And it, it rarely happens. Brighton are coming off a good, uh, obviously a good result, but I think he's number one for me just because he's hot at the moment. Spurs are hot at the moment. And we're just on that purple patch of form. And so Son, and he's vying for that golden boot. So I'm going to say Son. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Salah against Man United at Anfield under the lights. Obviously, as long as in the FA Cup, because what a lot of people need to remember this week is there's FA Cup first. Yeah. Um, if Salah gets injured or Salah gets a, cut, a red card, that carries over into the, the league game, right? As an example, the same goes for the Man City players, Chelsea players, Palace players. But I still think if he's fit to play in that Man United game, you know, he's not been great of late, but I think he just, he can be explosive in a game like that. And, um, not sure Man United are going to be able to handle Liverpool, so I'm going to say Son, Salah, second. Third's really tough because there's a few players that I really like this week. Um, like St. Maximum. I like Corne. I know that sounds a bit crazy being Burnley, but I like I, I like his record against Southampton uh, in the first game he had. Um, but I'm going to go... I'll say James Madison because I, I think the fact that he's going to be so highly owned... And even if he does just get one and a half games, um, he's on that good little bit of form as well. He scored last night in the Europa Conference. So I think given the fact he does have two fixtures, I think Madison comes in at third. But I think Son and Salah um, are the top two. I know it's only a single game week, but we've seen before single game week players getting more than double game week players. Um, and I think with their midfielder points, they're my top two. And then three, Madison. Um, I'd like to throw Kane in there, but I just... 
I couldn't put in both Son and Kane. I think I had to fit Salah and I had to fit one double game week player. So Son, Salah and James Madison for me. There you go, Dexy. Happy, happy with him? Yeah. Surprised? Yeah. I, I, I'm not surprised that he mentioned Son and that tells me all about who he's captain in this week. So. <laughs> it could change in the next 24 hours. Will I let you know? Probably not. Listen, obviously, Dex, thank you so much for joining Hi, us yeah. on the podcast. Hey, stuff, please, please do have around, mate. We've got a bit more content to go through, so I'm more than happy to have you stick around in it's the studio fun. and yeah, jump in some more questions. But it's been uh, it's been great to see journey so far this season, but also mm. in the last decade as well, mate. And you're going to be going Long into time. that Hall of Fame of veteran uh, yeah. status soon, you know, the Teddy Sheringham, um, or maybe. It, What's the, what's the oldest player for uh, Chelsea who's played? Viali must have, must have played a few games. Zola. was one of the men I had on the back of my shirt back in the day. Andre Floor, what a player. But yeah, yeah listen, thanks again. Thanks again, mate. And uh, listen, we're going to preview right. now into the... Oh, I'll tell you what, because we've just done that captain's bomb, we'll get into the guru section and see what else the guru has in store for us. So, uh, guru, over to you, mate. What have we got in store for the guru section today? Yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. And yeah, Deck, thanks for coming on, mate. That was actually very insightful. And um, yeah, really enjoyed hearing about your FPL history. Um, but we'll get on to the three teams that I think will do well this week. Um, and I'm going to put Spurs in there against Brighton. Sorry, I'll spike. I've seen I'll spike in the, in the comments tonight. Obviously, the big Brighton fan. Um, but I'm going to pick Spurs just based on our form. Um, I'm going to pick Newcastle because I do like their double. I think two home games at St. James's Park. Um, it's too good to turn down to not have at least one or two Newcastle assets. And then my third team is going to be a huge surprise. Um, and it's, you know, I might change it now given Dyke, uh, Sean Dyche has just been fired, but I actually had Burnley down there because I thought West Ham um, away in the first game, you know, tie legs from the Europa League and Southampton at home in the, um, <clears throat> in the league in the next game, you know, they've just come off a 6-0 defeat. I thought, you know, that could be quite a good double uh, with Burnley. I know Burnley haven't been on form, but I just thought, you know, they're, they're okay fixtures. But I might change it now to, uh, you know, to Liverpool against uh, against Man United because I just don't know what impact Deitch's, um, Deitch's sacking is going to have. So um, that's my three teams. Um, and then my three differentials this week, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Wood at 3.7% for Newcastle. Two home games and he's on pens. Uh, Cornet from Burnley, he's 1.4% owned, scored two goals against Southampton in the reverse fixture. Um, I'm going to go James Justin for Leicester. He's in favour again now and he's 0.6% owned and he's only 4.9 million. So if you can get him in, you'll then have him you know, for all those extra double game weeks that we've obviously spoke about tonight. Um, and then if we go with captains, it's going to be the ones I've already mentioned. I've, I've gone Son, Salah, Madison, Harry Kane. And then my curveball this week, I'm going to put two on there this week because it's a double game week. And I'm going to go Alan St. Maxin and Cornet as my curveball captains. Yeah, wow. Burnley, heavy on Burnley <laughs> plays in there. I never thought I'd see the day. I know. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners and viewers will be surprised at them. But So do you think there's going to be a bounce from Burnley now? What do you think? Well, I did I did do this just before, um, you know, the Deitch news. But you just never know. Like they could get a manager bounce. They could maybe feel like the shackles are off a little bit, and they might kind of go for it in the games and actually might attack a little bit. Um, so you know, maybe someone like Cornet could be good. 
I'm just looking at those two fixtures and I'm thinking, you know, Burnley still need points to stay up. Um, West Ham obviously had a great night last night, but they're going to be tired. We saw that against Brentford last week. Um, And then Southampton, you don't know what you're going to get there. And it's going to be a a midweek game as well. Yeah, Yeah, midweek game at Turf Moor. Um, You know, you always sort of fancy Burnley in those games. So um, I actually don't think, uh, you know, the likes of Corne, Jay Rodriguez are the... um, you know, Nick Pope are the worst picks this week. I actually think, you know, all the disappointment we've had with Burnley lately, I think this actually could be quite a good one. But, you know, time will tell. We'll see We'll see what happens with, uh, you know, the Burnley coaching position over the next couple of days. Yeah, no, some cracking picks in there. And obviously, just a quick shout out to Chris Wood, another Burn- Burnley uh, former former player. He's, uh, he's killed me many a time. But uh, he's, he's made the, uh, the differentials this week for you too. He has. And, you know, I think him getting pens... Um, you know, we saw it last week when he scored against Wolves. I think him having penalties, it's, you know, it's actually a, a big differential pick now. Because um, all it takes is just, you know, that one pen, get some bonus points, and then he's coming out with, uh, you know, 10 points plus in a double game week, which is, you know, which is good for Wood because he's only about 6.7 million. So, um, yeah, I think, he's, I think he's a decent shout this week. All right, perfect. Well, Guru, obviously, thank you for taking the time to pick them for our views and listeners. And uh, we look forward to seeing what happens there. So we'll be back straight after this break. Uh, to join us then. Okay, guys, so I'm just going to preview uh, the our teams for this week. So going to 32, we've already mentioned, sorry, into game week 33, so we've already mentioned some of them fixtures. Um, obviously, some assets to be looking at. I'll probably just bring up my, I'll have a look at my team first. Let's get the worst one out of the way before we get onto the Guru's team. Um, I've made some moves already. I've already gone Chris Wood. He's come in. I've got rid of, um, I've got rid of Wakehorse though. Um, I know he's got the double, but I just can't. I know you've obviously backed the Burnley players there, but I just couldn't stand looking at him in my team. And then I, I just thought, he, I think he's had one shot in just a couple of games or something like that. So for me, it's been he's awful. Out. He's been awful. Yeah, so I swapped him for another terrible striker who's been horrendous for me. So Chris will to come in. <laughs> but hopefully, you've, cur- yeah. you've cursed him. <laughs> that's, that's that all over. So everyone's just made the transfers and then taking him back out again. So I did bring Chris Wood in. Um, I, got, I had to jump back on the... Um, oh, sorry, I brought Kulsevsky in because I didn't have him in my team. So he's come in for... Uh, I did take Havertz out. I just didn't, I'm just not sold on this Havertz one either. Uh, I know he did all right for me. But I've gone against him and brought Kulu in, jumped on that train. He was just like, like I think uh, even Dex said, he's essential now as well. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've mentioned uh, mentioned that too. So about to catch up on him. Um, and who else was there? Was there anyone else? Uh, just those two transfers for me so far. Oh, do you know something? I actually took a minus four. I did bring Laporte in as well. I doubled up on there. Yeah, so I've got Cancelo move. and Laporte at the back. So he did well for me this season, Laporte. So I brought him in. So, uh, yeah, three transfers. That's a minus four. I was thinking about three hitting, but I think I changed my mind. So I'm just going to do the minus four this week. Um, and three transfers, just like that mini kind of wild card, as we call it, I guess. Any thoughts on them? I think they're good transfers. Um, you know, you've brought Wood in. I just hope you've not cursed him because we know you've had yeah. bad luck with Wood in the past. But maybe this mm. is this is your time now. So, um, yeah, don't mind His that. Time. His time, my His time, time, everyone's time, His right? time. Kulazewski, I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, there's probably could have been maybe a couple of double game week players you might have looked at, but I think just for his run, um, his ownership's only going up and up and up. Um, I think it's a good shout. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think in the yeah, next now. And Laporte, obviously, we see um, 
they're going like for the next they're going to try and win obviously attempting to win yeah. every game so you know i see like he's been really good for me this season as well when i had him in so i feel he's a good move to bring in have that double up on the city defense now but yeah i think it's good yeah we'll see how we go uh transfers for you guru so i've got two spare at the moment um which is nice it's obviously a nice luxury to have um i've not made them but i'm looking at um doherty's got to come out um you know he's injured and yeah, my so only other two... out for as well yeah uh, okay yeah so Doherty has to go and the only other two defenders i've got are wolves defenders um who obviously don't have a game so it's probably gonna have to be maybe someone like shah is probably who i'm looking at yeah nice. um i don't necessarily think they're going to keep the clean sheets newcastle but i think with the norwich game in 34 um the fact he's on free kicks and he's you know a set piece he's throughout. a good one as well um <laughs> yeah he's a good one obviously i spoke about him last week and you know, I think he's one that is kind of a no-brainer for Doherty. Um, and then the next one, I'm not sure if I'm going to take a hit uh, and do three transfers. I'm still not sure. I'm kind of weighing that up. But at the moment, definitely the two. Um, and I will take Havertz out as well. I actually do think he's got some upside against Arsenal Havertz. I feel like you know he might have a goal in him. But I've got to bring someone in that's got two games. So you know, maybe a Madison. Um, the thing about Madison, if I bring him in now, um it's you know next week with this possible Chelsea double game week is it bringing Madison in for this week and then just transferring him out next week for you know a Mason Mount or a Havertz again anyway um is there enough upside in Madison the fact that they've just you know qualified for these semi-finals they've got three games now in a week because they've got this game midweek game next week the Villa game on the Saturday next week then the, the Europa conference and you know all these fixtures banked up um, so it's either going to be between Madison or Cornet, I think, in that midfield for me. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. And Dex, any thoughts on them? No, I think Madison is one to be very concerned about. I think Madison offers... The problem with him is, is he offers little upside given how well-transferred he is in this week. Um, so if you, if that's what you're looking for, then Madison's not the person to be going to. Despite doubling, it's more of a defensive move. Um, and true to what I was saying earlier on in the show, yeah, <laughs> it's um it's a move that I'd do. Did you just stand on the cat in the background, by the way, or was it? Was it a cat? <laughs> you can hear the cat. Is he yeah. <laughs> So he doesn't approve of the, uh, the Madison move. <laughs> he probably wasn't too sure about that move at all. <laughs> no, he he's not. I might, I might take his word for him. He's down here. He's running away. Mate, mate, make his own screen. <laughs> he's gone now. No, nice. <laughs> okay, and Captain Picks. Um, I'll go Guru, Captain Gone. Who, who, like, who, who are your top two? Because I know you're not. I know you try to be shady about it. But go on, who's your top two? So narrow it down. You've, you've said three tonight. Son and, well, Son and Salah. Yes. Son and Salah at the moment. At the moment, it's on Son. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, f- for me, Son too. I've gone Son as well. I need to recover back from what happened last week. And um, who are you thinking, Deck? Uh, I'm actually thinking between Kane and Salah. Um, I don't trust Salah's form at the moment, despite playing against United this week. Yeah. I'm having him as, a, again, a defensive move. But if I be aggressive, then I will captain Salah. Yeah, cracking, mate. And obviously, yeah, some nice picks in there. Um, a couple of comments. Uh, PSB getting behind my moves there. Thanks, mate. It gives me a little bit of confidence. Uh, good good long-term buys in there. Well, for a couple of weeks at least. And uh, Ospike's picked up on the little punt in there. Bad luck with the wood in the past. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think I've done all right. But it's, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> um, and PSP just mentioning uh, Guru Havertz has a chance to win. 34, don't move him out. Yeah. Obviously, I've just moved him out as well. But I don't know if against that Arsenal one, it's a, it's a yeah, it's if one like not appealing, could you move him out and bring him back in? You could, or you bring him out, like you said. I think, um, yeah, and I, I definitely agree with him. But look, there's no guarantees Chelsea beat Palace. Um, you know, Palace are obviously a good side. But if Chelsea do win and there is the double next week, you know, I'll then be, if I say bring Corne in this week for Havertz, I'll then be able, be able to bring Mountain for Martinelli, um, you know, which is kind of my forward planning. Yeah. Yeah. And I do agree with him. It would be nice to, you know, have Havertz this week, you know, possibly get a return, then have him for the double next week. But I just think missing out on a Madison or a Corne this week at the, you know, for just keeping Havertz for this week and next week. When I can bring in a Chelsea player as a transfer next week, it's just not worth it for my team because I've already got Salah, Kuluzewski, um, Son and Martinelli as my four other midfielders. And I don't want to move any of them on this week. And Havertz is the only other choice. And then in my yeah. attack, I've got Wood, uh, Brozier, who both, look, Brozier's not been great, but they've both got two games. So I'm going to play them. I've got Rich Allison. Who, Probably just been rested as well, obviously, because he's ele- yeah. ineligible against Chelsea, so he's had, a, he's had a rest, I guess. Yeah, he's been rested, so I want to keep those two. And, and Richarlison, I'm keeping on the bench, you know, for all these potential doubles for Everton. So there's not much room in my team right now, and Havertz is just the one. It's unfortunate, but I just think, yeah, he's got to come out for someone this week. But, yeah. Yeah, Sorry, fair PSP. enough, mate. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I don't think that's too bad. Um, and obviously, we've got, you know, double fixtures, 33, 36 and 37. Any any thoughts you wanted to add to that, Guru? I know obviously it's um you know it, it's a lot of planning around this and the strategy for it. Did you want to mention anything out for the viewers? Any advice around them? Um, I just think yeah. Look, obviously you want to start planning ahead. You know, looking at the fixtures. Um, you know, we know Brett, Ben uh, Quellin on Twitter has got some really good um, you know spreadsheets and diagrams and things. So he's definitely worth checking out. Um, I do think um, you know sides like Man City, uh, you know Liverpool. It'll be very interesting, uh, Leicester as well, to see where they're at in Europe, um, you know, in that time. You know, game week 37, if the title race is done and Man City have a double game week uh, and they're in, um, you know, obviously they're in the semi-final of the Champions League, you know, against Real Madrid, you'd probably think they might then rotate. Um, we could see it with Liverpool. We could see it with Leicester because they've got Roma. So, you know, I'd definitely keep eyes on that. But, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be a cracking end to the season and there's just so much to pay for. So, um yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Yeah, lots of ones, lots of fixtures to be looking out for, lots of movement as we end going to the back end of the season now. It is really crunch time, uh, but we are super excited and we're trying to navigate our way through with the chips that we've got uh, remaining as well. Uh, but I think that is time we've all, all got time for today. It's been uh, you know, a great, some great, great uh, insight as well from our special guest, Dex, in there. Um, Dex, I forgot to ask you, mate, where, where do you think you're going to finish overall this season? Where, where are you aiming for? Now, now you're in this top top 60. The, the target is to beat my, my my best target. And it's the best chance I've had. I'm sitting 70, 79k at the moment. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and given that I've got my mate, the guru, only 35 <laughs> points ahead of me, sitting in 47k or whatever it is, um, I need to be aiming for top 50k. Beautiful. Well, obviously, we wish you all the best in that one. Like I said, we're going to be watching very closely, as we do with all our guests. Um, Guru, thanks for joining us this evening. And obviously, have a safe uh, safe trip back to Melbourne when you come back. But enjoy the rest of your time in Perth. Um, and for everyone else, um, good luck this game week, game week 33. 
it is the back end of the season, as we mentioned, it is, it is getting a bit nerve-wracking and we're excited to see how everyone does. But don't forget to give us a like and subscribe uh, if, you're, if you're new around here and obviously give us a rating. If you take the time to do so, that'll be great on, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It'll be absolutely perfect. And um, yeah, listen, um, all the details for our social media is in the caption below. And um, we'll be back next week for game week 34. Good luck this, this week. Uh, take care and may all your FPL dreams come true. Take care. Thank you.